Hey everybody, you're listening to Raw with Marty Gallagher, J.P. Bryce, Jim Steele, brought to you by IronCompany.com. Today we're discussing training with little to no equipment from home. Uh, so by recent events, it looks like we won't be back to the gym anytime soon. So what we wanted to do was uh, to discuss some things that we can do to stay in shape from home and help maintain muscle and strength gains uh, during these times when a lot of gyms just aren't open right now. So... Um, uh, I know I got the email, my gym is closed, so I thought, what can I do? And uh, I have a little bit of stuff here at the house. Um, so the coaches here, we're going to discuss how to utilize, how to get, Marty, what do you always say? Get the mostest out of the leastest. With the least, get the, most, get, get the mostest with the leastest. That's right. So that's what we got to talk about today, because right now we've got the leastest. Mm-hmm. So we're... As, we're uh, the great Uncle Remus Fable said, uh, <laughs> rare rabbits said, don't throw me into that briar pot. Right. And I'm, te- I'm telling you, I'm telling you, getting forced into simplistic training might be the best thing that ever happened to your fitness effort. If it's handled right. Yep. We have been preaching primitivism since jesus was a carpenter right i mean forever and no one has paid attention because we've always been overwhelmed with the glitz of the machines and the yeah the fanciness of all the devices and stuff we can't compete with that but we have been constant and we have been consistent we've been minimalistic and now's the time and we get our cardio with our feet we get our resistance training with some sort of a tool it could even be our body weight uh an implement whatever we have handy we will get our resistance training in nutrition obviously we always sync nutrition up with whatever the 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 goal is Mm -hmm. uh and now is the time where everyone can um, it's not a compromise or a penalty to be forced to train minimalistic it could be a positive advantage right jimmy yeah i i think that it's actually good for you to do things like this once in a while even if you didn't have to do it because well i'll give you an example so i got you know my two boys that live here with me eight and 13 years old and in the shed i have a set of 40 pound dumbbells i have one 60 pound dumbbell and i have a punching bag and so the other day we did 20 punches on the bell three of us 20 punches on the bag and then you do your set two people are doing a set one person's doing 20 punches and then we just do like a little Rotation. Yeah, rotation. One of them's doing curls, one of them's doing push-ups, one of them's doing punches. Go back. You know, it takes nothing, and it doesn't even have to be, you know, dumbbells, and Marty and I were talking about this beforehand, but dumbbells are a greatest tool in this kind of because they're so versatile. You can do anything, you know, and so um, one of the exercises, they also, I have uh, a couple kettlebells. I didn't mention those, but they did some goblet squats also. Oh, yeah. So in 25 minutes, you know. Go ahead. You know, a couple of things. I think uh, I think during this time we all look at this. You know how you guys are always talking about cycling for 12 weeks, and we always cycle yeah. and confuse yeah. the body. I think this is one of those times where you go, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do this cycle that'll take me through this time at home or wherever yeah. I'm lifting yeah. at, and just do a whole lot of stuff different and just trick your body. And Dude, just I was more smash I was more it. sore. I was more sore after. This. Doing that workout in the shed than I've been in months. Well, because I've been pushing push-ups when I got dumbbell bench and all that stuff. At the you gym. know what? Here's here's what happened to me. Just real quick, I got this email the other day that said, my, and I just signed up at this gym. I just moved, so I I just got acclimated, and I get this email. All these gyms are closed that I just signed up at. So I go, ah, I just moved. What do I do? I don't have anything set up at my my house right now. And I go, oh yeah, no, I've, got, I've got I've got the cross core rotational mm-hmm. body weight trainer. Okay. Indeed, and I thought, and I have a, a great anchor point out back and I thought, okay, I haven't yeah. used that in a while. It's going to, I can go in there. I can smash chest, back, arms, uh, even yeah. legs. And I did yeah, a little, workout. Little, little, little bit, little bit. Yeah. But what's nice about this, too, is it's promoting family time at the same time. You know, my girls train. One of them's a personal trainer. And I got back there with them and hung out. And we got a great... 
we got a great workout. I mean, my chest is so sore. My tries are so sore. And I did it for probably a half hour. And I was just using probably muscle fibers that I haven't worked in a long time. I just burned the hell uh, out of my pecs. A different range of motion. And tries. Sure. Uh, right. And the, yeah. and the instability. So. And what was the. What was the protocol you used? You you got into the grind thing and the one arm thing. Yes. Now th- now yeah. this is where when you guys talk about different techniques and tactics with barbells and things, this is where you can really apply all that to body weight training, suspension training. You know, mm-hmm. um, the thing when when you get on a, a cross core or a TRX, if you're doing a chest press, for example. If you're doing it fast, sloppy form, you know, you can you can do, you know, probably a good 50 reps on a on a press, but if you slow it down, and Marty, you've got a video of a 600-pound bench presser that you're burning down on the chest press on the cross core within like what, 8 or 10 reps? Yeah, you didn't make it to 10. Because it's not, you, it's not, it's not a problem because whatever there we can find we can find enough payload to stump the strongest man. Yes. Yeah, With his own anything. body weight. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And if you can, if you can replicate the payload and if you can replicate the technique, you replicate results. That's right. So why don't we kind of break this out by sections? Why don't we get into some strength training with now, little well, to okay, no can equipment? I, can, I, can I, can I lead just a little bit? Cause I think this might be illustrative. Today, typical day for me, nothing out of the ordinary. As soon as it gets daylight, I get in my vehicle. I go to this area, wooded area. I park my car. I get out, and I run. And I run on a wooded trail, and I run next to a trout stream, and it's beautiful, and there's no one out there. Uh, and I'm just starting back. I've been off all winter. It's, it's been so wet up here that you, outdoor cardio has been impossible until like the last 10 days. So this is like my fourth session. Beautiful, beautiful time of day. Get out there early before the rest of the world wakes up. Uh, nature setting, put on some fabulous music. That's how you get your day started. In my, uh, my age-related heart rate max came in at 135, which for me is 90% of my age of mm. my uh, my heart rate max. Yeah. A fantastic session. I felt like the Tin Man breaking loose after the winter. You know, like someone's oiled me up. Jimmy, mm. I got got to. This is my fourth session. I got to a point where for four stretches, I was able to do 100% sprint. Damn. Yeah, I know, man. I'm so exciting. Long way from not being able to chase a dog out the house. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm I'm fired up, and I'm still heavy. I'm a little he- I'm heavy coming off the winter, but I'm strong. So I'll take that. Uh, but then after that, I came home, and I have dumbbells on the deck mm-hmm. outside. So I just worked up, and I worked up with I don't know. I started with 30s, and I repped those out, and then 40s, I repped you know, and I and I worked up to whatever 60s. And I repped it out. And it was like, wow, what a great shoulder workout. And I'm done. Yeah. And working yeah. outside is a, is so great, man. There's so many exercises you can do with dumbbells. Just standing on your feet. Yeah. Overhead presses, lateral raises, curls, uh, cleans, triceps. Yeah, rows, um, uh, goblet squat. I do go- I do a better goblet squat with a dumbbell than I do with yeah, kettlebell. Like dumbbell, huh? Yeah. I put it under my chin. It gets closer to my body, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, JP. You know, you've got the cutting edge dumbbells. I've got. What's your? What's the biggest selling dumbbell right now? What's the? What's the? The well, mover. Well, you know what? We're selling a ton of dumbbells right now because everybody's uh, working out from home. So we've oh, actually perfect. been we've actually been selling a lot of the uh, power blocks. So we do a lot of that. Yeah. Um, I don't. I, I'm sorry. I know. I, I shouldn't say this, but. I want a set. I want a collection of dumbbells. Power block's not the same. It's a different. It's like a kettlebell. It has a different grip feel. I want it the is, dumbbells. It, I want the. I want no, the stretchy. I want that. Yeah, thing, you're right. right. You're right. It's, yeah, it's definitely I want, different. I want a collection. I want a collection. 
I want to. I think a good collection of dumbbells is the perfect entry point for progressive resistance training. I you agree with that. You don't I, even need a bench. Get I agree with that. Neck. However, yes. However, you know, uh, <laughs> the power blocks suit a lot. You know, some people better according to their budget, according to their, oh, their space they can allocate to that. But I, I'm with you. I like the 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 old school. You know, just regular dumbbells. Well, uh, wait a they're, minute. They're maybe, not restrictive. Maybe we, maybe we should go back to no equipment training. What would you do, Jim? Well, you got to do the body weight. So, so the thing is, yeah. you, the, the legs, you can really cross the legs with the body. Oh. People don't think you can. But mm-hmm. I'll give you, first of all, if you got a hill near you, this is what oh. I did with my kids the other day. I took them to the hill. I got about a 30-yard hill at a park. We walk around the lake. They run three or four hills. We walk around the lake. They run three or four hills. Yeah. That's great. If you don't have that access, freehand squats, but where you're, like we always trying to, you know, we always say make it feel heavy. Make that descent brutal, man. <laughs> Get down there right parallel. Force yourself to stay upright and pause there and then grind on the way up. So you do like a set of 10 of that and then 10 real fast. Forget it. Oh. Do a couple sets of that and you're smoked. Walk in lunges. Go to a field. Walk in lunges. Or go in, go in your living room. Anywhere. I mean, well, you know. Man, you stuff. can do all this stuff inside. Right. And you're you not going to lose. Uh, once yeah. you, you know, if you're a power lifter or whatever, and you're worried about losing, you're not going to lose it because you know the skill of your squats and deadlifts and all, all but, you know, but, already. But, it's already in in your body. But for normal people, uh, I have them do R type squats in a doorway or next to a pole. I don't care about their balance. Right. I walked somebody through it today, and I said, "Look, here, you know, we want the vertical shins, we want the yeah. upright torso, and in order to do that, just stand next to your pole." Put your hands out at belly button height. Squat down to parallel. When all your tension balls up, exhale. Drop let it. your body weight cause you to fall through. So your butt on heels. Mm-hmm. Maintain your uprightness. Inhale. Re-engage. Come erect with knees out. It's hard as beep. Marty, the well, cross. You seminars. Yeah, the yeah. cross core is excellent for that. Right. Yes, exactly. It gives perfect. you something to hold on to. And it also gives those that can't, nor, you know, like older people or rehab patients or whatever, uh, the ability to squat where they normally couldn't because you can lessen the resistance of your own you body lessen, weight. You, yeah, you lessen your, bo- it, your it, body weight. It will help you, you lighter. Yeah, it will help you work on your form, just like you were talking about. Now, I'm going to be doing legs in a couple of days, and I haven't done the legs on the cross corner in a long time, but I'm going to be doing one-legged uh pistol squats you know at different different angles till i figure figure out the resistance load and then for hamstrings you know because this thing is on a pulley you can put your your heels in in the uh the handles and i mean you can do the leg curls i i used to do this all the time and I've never gotten a better hamstring workout than than doing them on the suspension trainer with one with a pulley though See, the thing about one that's locked is you don't have the instability. And if you're stronger on one side, you're not going to know it. You're going to be pushing 40% more, you know, 40% on one side, 60 on another and not know it. With the pulley, you get the feedback. So you're forced to stay, you know, even. This is the one one where you're laying on the ground on your back. That's right. And you're you're arched up. You pull your heels in toward you, in toward your butt as you rise up, and it's intense. Yeah, that's a great one. Also, for the calves, very simple. Just go to a stair step, get on one leg, stretch all the way down, go all the way up on that leg like Barishnikov. You know, as high as you can go, then I say, go higher. Now, hold that. Let me tell you. You'll burn out in 12 to 15. A strong person will burn out in 12 to 15 reps, one leg at a time, super stretch and relax at the bottom, super extension at the top. All your calves can handle, I promise you. Then if you do get really strong, you hold a dumbbell or as often as you do them. 
That's it. That's all you need. You don't need a machine. You don't need a donkey calf raise. You don't need a seated calf raise. Just go over to the stair step. I promise you, do one leg at a time. What we used to do, and well, what we still do, is we do one leg, one leg, and then we burn out with both legs. Mm-hmm. Oh. And, and the cats form, always respond to high, high reps. Mm-hmm. And, the, and right. the form you're talking about, stretching all the way down, coming all the oh, way up, and then going yes. up even more, that's exactly how you're supposed to do them. I never see anybody at the gym doing that. No, so because because if you do a partial in between, <laughs> you can handle five hundred. Yeah, it's like walking. You're yeah. partial walking all day long. Yeah. So I think the stuff that you're going to practice at home and kind of uh, get familiarized with again, you can when you go back to the gym now, you can apply that and start using better form mm-hmm. on your squats, your you know your your well, uh, uh, calf presses and all that. I'd, I'd, but let's finish up in legs. I'd like to give a hamstring exercise that if you don't have a cross core, you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just stand somewhere where you, where you can stabilize yourself with your two hands. And you take your strong leg and lift it backwards so that your hips stay stable. You don't twist your hips. And you just point your toe behind you up toward the ceiling until your hamstring cramps. And it will cramp so hard. And it will seize up and you hold it for as long as you can until you cannot stand it anymore. Then you let go. Do five reps of that. Yeah. Then switch legs. Yep. I promise you. It's like the most intense. It's a contraction thing. It's like you somehow you figured out how to contract your bicep so hard. Well, that's it. That's the idea. It locks up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's your legs, right? So now chest is easy, right? Like I went to the. Or bench. uh, Push-ups. Well, uh, when I went out when I before I started my run today, there was a picnic table. So I've got this whole routine when I come across the picnic table. First, I start with the uh, uh, leg ins where you sit on the end of the bench and you do ab ins where you pull your knees up to your chest. Yeah. Yeah. Great ab, easy lower ab warm up. You grab the, the bench and you mm. pull your knees up to your face. Yeah. yeah. Do like twenty reps of that. Now, if you want to get then you want to get it harder lay back flat and start doing leg raises where you're lowering your legs below the level of the bench mm. then you take those all the way up right and let me tell you you do 20 of those and all of a sudden you're all warmed up and ready to roll <laughs> can i tell yeah. you what i did for chest yes and my chest man my chest i haven't felt like this in a long time and this is what's so interesting about you know, getting out there and being forced to do this, you, you go, Oh yeah, mm-hmm. this, that exercise and this piece of equipment hit that, you know, and, and tore that up. And so you, you come back and revisit that and, uh, and realize how much you like this piece of equipment. But what I was doing for chest was now I was trying to implement the, the techniques and tactics that you guys teach on the barbell. So I was applying that to my cross core presses, my, my yeah, uh, chest yeah. presses, Keeping the scapula back and, and pinched and and you know really trying to isolate everything. So I did uh, I did I did a couple of sets of presses, and then I did one where I come down to a press and I stretch it, and then I come out to a fly. I don't come back up, but I come out at the bottom of of the rep and then come out to a fly, and fly it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Try yeah. that. Try that with that pin out. With the pulley oh, yeah. free to go, it, 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 even my core is sore from that. So I feel great from that. So, so I did, uh, and then I did a couple of just regular flies, but that was it. And then I did my hand, my uh, my triceps were so burned down that I couldn't hardly do anything else for those. But I did do some uh, some tricep extensions after that, just a couple of uh, sets. This, this is why you put triceps always behind bench. Right. Yes. Same day, put it behind it. Weekly. Yeah, yeah. Weekly. You, you do your tries. Always. Um, you know, you know what another option is that I've used this on vacation a lot is I would just take my kids to the playground and then I'm yeah. doing dips on the yep. you know, they usually have like the sliding board that's pretty narrow. Yep, yep. Because it's kid size, dips on the dips on the top of that. Mm-hmm. Chin ups, you yep. know, negative chins. There's always an area to run. That can yeah. be part of your little uh, circuit Sprint. right there. Sprint. Yeah, all that stuff, man. I mean, uh, you know, you just have to be imaginative, you know, but it, there's so many options that even three months out of a out of your gym, you're going to be okay, man. You can do it, I'm telling you. You can improve. You yes. can get better, and, you know what? and Marty always says this. 
you got to have a starting test and a post test, you know, a pre and a post test. And how many dips could you do on that, on the monkey bars that that first day? And, you know, and, you know, how many could you do in 30 seconds? How many, you know what I mean? You can make up stuff where you're always trying to achieve the next goal while you're doing this stuff. Well, let me ask you guys something. This is important too, because some, a lot of people out there are going to say, well, I don't have access to any dumbbells or cross core. I've got nothing. So one well, of the best we were talking about that we were talking about no right. no no equipment training and number right. one I, I described abdominal knee in right yeah. abdominal right. leg raise off of the off of a, the picnic bench calf raise no no I get that stair step I get that but I wanted to I wanted okay, to come back but we're, 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 okay we'll we're, we're, we're keep rolling we'll keep rolling now we go to the pecs at the picnic bench one thing that I did is low incline push ups where I um dipping down to the low yeah 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 the low bench the push-up is what i want to talk about so you can also the other one once you get warmed up you put your feet up on the low bench and then you push to the ball off of the ground which all of a sudden that makes that really hard now talk about you know now let me finish please let me just finish okay Uh, there's a there's a whole variety of push-ups you you do you, yeah, yeah. Not, you, you have a wide grip that you pair with a pause, which makes extremely pec-centric, mm-hmm. right? goes very well with lighter weight and a stretch. The narrower, like more tension, and w- of course the fame, you know, where you put your hands in the shape of a diamond and you put your nose between it for triceps, that push-up. Yeah. <laughs> right. try, that with, try that one with your feet up in the air. Uh you know, just make sure that you know how to turn your head before your face crashes into the ground. Uh, but there's all, and you could do this off your knees to get started, right? Well, Marty, talk about hand position, which you just kind of did. Talk about elbow position. Talk about oh, the yeah, scapula. Yeah. Well, well, talk well, about yeah. give these guys some pointers. Cold, you good, Jimmy? When we talk about how we teach the bench press, really every width that we do can be considered a close grip because we're keeping our elbows tucked into our last to keep our shoulders safe, right? More tricep. And uh, you're going to get stronger that way in the long run. So with the, you know, you can vary your grips. The, I'm, I'm not real big on the, the, we call those the tie pushups because we did it in Muay Thai because those guys are like 137 pounds and they can do them with the, tri- the triangle pushups yeah, where your yeah. hands are together. That's a but tough one. If you can one. do those, yeah. if you can do those, you know, and then you just start, each time you do that, you could even say, okay, I'm going to do 200 push-ups today. I'm going to do 50 close. I'm going to do 50 right under my shoulders. I'm going to do 50 a little wider than that and, you know, 50 more a little wider than that. And that's – but but each time, think about tucking your elbows into your lats. And then you have the option also with those grips of increasing resistance. Now, if you have a weighted vest, perfect. If you don't, anything weighted can be put on the middle of your back. You mean like eight-year-olds? Yeah, like a little yeah, kid. Put your yeah. kid I used to do that in the hospital with my I did son. that. Yeah, I yeah. did that yeah. with my daughters, yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so different ways to do those push-ups. And, you know, Marty, and I'd love for you to touch on this because you were around when this was in its heyday is isometric training. Oh, yeah. Well, again, um, yeah, and, and you need to be careful with it. But it is, it is effective, and it's um, basically isometric is – you want to find a power position. Uh, you want to pick one of the classic movements, squat, bench press, what deadlift row overhead press. Uh, they even were using uh, the, it, this is all tied into rack work. So right. you have you a, could do a pushing up against a wall though. You could push. Yeah, you could, uh, okay. Why don't you talk? You're talking about like, you don't have access to right here. So how would you, what, what, well, I don't know how you would do the legs so much as, but but with just oh push. I don't know like push up against the hay bale in my neighborhood you know or a wall I guess you could push up against the wall right I yeah you could you could I mean I think you got to be careful but I think as an adjunct to what we're talking about as a finisher I think that stuff would be great where you're holding I'm not sure because I, I know that with the Hoffman what he used to recommend but if you're pushing against the wall what is it five seconds as hard as you can and then you relax and uh, you know, as well, a- we had a rack, you had a rack, you had three positions for every lift. So you'd have a, you know, a low to middle a middle and then right, right. A top the lockout, which I always thought was too much. I thought mm-hmm. it was better to divide the lift in half. Yeah, I would say, you know, sort of like we talk about, you know, arm work and stuff when you're a powerlifter. It's more like dessert. If you want to try I something, tell, like I tell you, when we, like you go to the park 
and they have the, the chin-up bar fixed. Yeah. Just get underneath that in whatever position that's set in. You, you push up against that with all okay. you have. And you start out and you gradually, you don't just jam the accelerator down to the floor and go from zero to 120 in okay. you know, 0.5 seconds. You, you go first, second, third, fourth, fifth, you know, and you're applying more and more power. Then yeah. when you get up to your all out, which you perceive is all you can push, you hold that and your body tells you when you're done. Okay. Yeah. You, know, you, you just, uh, you know, I, I don't have any. Right, right. I don't know about, I, I, I would like to get back to some of the other. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I wanted to give every option. Today. People can have any option, you know. Uh, again, on, you know, on the picnic bench, there's so many, so many other things that, that you can do and be innovative with in terms of like you lay down, put your feet up, you crunch, just yeah. like you put your feet up on the low, the low seat. Uh, again, all different heights and varieties of push-ups. Uh, if, if you've got kids that got a little energy, have them jump up in that lowest level, right? Dude, you can do them on your back too. Or little, little ply, little ply metrics, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, How? and again, great warm up, a great warm up for you know. And if you do have access to barbell dumbbell, you don't necessarily need anything other than I. You know, you could train outside with the barbell and dumbbell and nothing else. You don't even need a bench. Right. There's so many things you. Well, can if you do got a barbell, you can do anything, man. Well, you're you're on. You're going to be on your feet, but you know, being on your feet, you can do overhead presses, uh, behind the neck presses, power cleans, curls, uh, bent over rows, uh, squats. What else? Well, yes, squat. Oh, I, mean, I love the, the squat. Like a complex with that. So you mm-hmm. would do like three hang cleans, which is just a front squat from right below the knee. Yeah. Three front squats, three presses. Put it oh. on your back. Three squats, then go oh. over again and again, man. <laughs> That's real. And I did that with all the freshmen I've ever trained for. Oh, that sounds horrible. <laughs> we all did that. But I mean, you know, you can put those exercises together. So let's say you just have a bar and a few weights, but yeah. you're a strong guy. Boy, you're going to be training an energy system you haven't trained in a long time, you know. You're using the barbell as a cardio device. That's right. But yeah, what yeah. other cardio, you know, you know, I love the I love the stuff where you're doing the combination, you know, when you're outside, where you're oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. you're doing a weight exercise and then doing some kind of body weight or that something. Is, that is very similar to the MMA style training, where right. like you know they'll whatever. What did uh, Mark uh, Coleman used to do? Mark oh, yeah. used to wrestle five five fresh opponents. Each right. guy would roll in every minute. Right. He'd wrestle a fresh guy every minute, and you do that for thirty minutes. Yeah. Right. That's that's the type of strength. I pick up a hundred pound heavy bag and run up a hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's what your boy uh, Chuck Liddell's trainer. Who what was his name? John Hackleman. Yeah, with the wheelbarrow. Hey, Marty, he's still doing that with the wheelbarrows. Yeah. You know, well, the there's something to it, right? Yeah. You you, yep. you you can build your gas tank. You can build the size of your gas tank. Yeah. So we used to do. We would do like, uh, you know. Bent over rows and then yep. hit hit the heavy bag. But if you don't want to have shadow boxing, I was shadow watching Hackman. Hackman just goes to a park and he does sprawls mm-hmm. and he comes up, does ten punches, yep. does another sprawl. Does ten, man, that is if you're not used to getting up on or going to the ground and getting up, you haven't done that in a while. I'm telling you, man, you'll be smoked. And you can do, you can if you want to uh, up the ante. I do a little of that myself. Is once you get down there, is uh, you know you think you're so strong. You guys, in your two hands, and you know, see what, see how far you can go before you collapse. You're not going to die. Yeah. Then you jump up and do it again. So there's all kinds of, of cardio. Now that is what we that is what we would call burster interval. Mm-hmm. The steady state. The steady state would, would be where you get out and you get into a, a very smooth, even pace. Right. And you're there. You're trying to m- minimize muscular contractions. Yeah. And if you're anywhere near trails or anything like that, now we've added a whole nother dimension to your walk, you know, your nature walk where you have to actually navigate some hills or go down hills and, um, you know, lots of ways to increase your intensity with that. Oh, you have to also be super vigilant with your eyesight because you're always on the lookout for roots and uh, things of that nature. JP still with us? Yeah, know. man. I'm just li- I, well. I did go out for lunch and uh, had some uh, ribs, but uh, I'm well, just listening to you guys, man. You guys got a lot to, to say it. today. 
I didn't mean you put you to sleep. Now you're not drinking wine, are you? No, but for that. can we go back to extent. can we go back to strength <laughs> training? Because you guys yeah. transitioned so quickly into cardio. Oh, I had, right. I had oh, some more questions. That's Jim's fault. Gee, <laughs> so, <laughs> if you have a barbell, man, you're set. Even if it's a 110 pound plastic set from yeah. 1968, because yes. you, you, there's so much you can do with that. I mean, you just go out. Make it light enough so you can pick it up and push it over your head for, you know, I have a, a problem with my energy sometimes. I, I get fuzzy because I, I write, I do a lot of intense, concentrative things. So one thing that I found that really helps is when I get fuzzed out, like JP was a couple of minutes ago, I walk out to the deck and I'll grab the heaviest dumbbells I can that don't require a warm up. And I'll clean them and I'll wrap them out. Mm-hmm. And I might get 12 or 14 on a good day or, you know, 11 on a 10 on a bad day. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. I'm taking it to 100% and even more. It doesn't matter because I know I'm not going to hurt myself. Right. Right. But that, it, it clears my head. It breaks my stress. It, it, there's a hormonal, when you train, when you take it, your reps to that point where you, you know, you go past where you're capable of, mm-hmm. it, it creates this h- hormonal release that is real. Cascade. Yeah, and it, it uh, you feel it, and you're like, oh, okay, that that fuzzy mood is now broken, mm-hmm. right? And I go back to work. I'm not saying that it lasts forever, but it's a great trick, and it's just, and it's so easy because it's just a, a light weight. It's a, it's a weight that's easy. And like I said, you know, you're looking for something that you're going to gas out at, you know, around 15 reps. You're never going to get hurt with a weight that you can handle for that. Right. And it, you know, you could be 10 pounders. If you're a new person, you pick up a pair of fives and you just push them until you can't push them again anymore. And you'll feel different after you put them down. Now this is assuming that you do it safely and you've got the right techniques and the right bracing and all that. But it's great. And, and again, if you have a couple of dumbbells, I think that goblet squat is the best leg exercise if, the, if it's done right. Um, and I think that there's a good case that could be made that people, a lot of normal humans, never really need to go beyond a heavy goblet squat. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they need to go to a front squat or a back barbell squat uh i've myself in recent years i don't know i was handling like 315 for five in the in the ultra deep at the time and 90 pounds in the goblet squat was like oh, that's a bitch man crushing me man i know i was going down as deep as i could i was struggling to make five yeah, yeah that's hard well you gotta be able to hold on to that thing too uh, it was easier for me with a dumbbell under my chin than a yeah. kettlebell. The kettlebell like breaks my wrist. I have to like put on <laughs> yeah. wrist wraps when I when I when I because it's a weird angle. Yeah. But yeah. under my chin, it's pretty good. But but yeah, not, you know, thing. 80, 90 pounds is like yeah. And you don't need squat dumbbell. You don't have to put it on the back of your neck. And it's all your legs can handle. So if you pair up goblet squats, single leg calf raises. You know, off the deck. Um, yeah, I, I tell you, with a good set of dumbbells, if you're knowledgeable, you can get incredible hamstring workout doing a, like a Romanian deadlift. Oh, sure. And you can do them one leg at a time, like I had the special forces. Yes. Guys do. One yes. leg off the ground. Yes, yes. And you make it a hamstring exercise, not yeah. an erector exercise. And that's the key because if you're, yeah, butt out. Yep. if you want to be sloppy about it, it becomes an erector exercise. That's not what we want. We want to make it the most intense. And if that's done right, I think that's maybe the best of all hamstring exercises. Yeah, you it, could do those goblets and those and you'll uh, be crushed. And the calf raise. One, two, three, rest. One, two, three, rest. One, two, right. three, rest. I would do a tricep. Yeah. I would do goblet squat, calf raise, Romanian deadlift, rest. Goblet squat, calf raise, Romanian deadlift, rest. Do that three or four times, and you're going to be wobbling. No question. <laughs> and I would keep the reps at like five. You know, I, 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 you know what I mean? In a round, yeah. you might be a little bit. It might depends be on how heavy the dumbbell is. Six or seven, or you know what I'm saying. But you're, yeah. you, you, you want to push up against your capacity. 
And the, those lifts are all safe. There's no, you're not going to get any tr- in trouble missing a goblet squat because you just put the weight down. Yeah. Right. It's not like a you're doing a barbell back squat and you don't have spotters. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. It's like that's a problem. So oh, yeah. um, uh, I don't know, JP. Am I allowed to move on to another thing they could do? Uh, I didn't ask my question. Look, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, go ahead. Man, you guys are fired up today, man. Well, I, you know, I well, got to call at 10 o'clock. You can't go to the gym. I want to tell you what he's doing. Yeah. All right, just a simple question. We we talked about chest. We talked about legs and all that. If we don't have any gear at home, how can we hit the side delts? Lateral What's a good one for that? Any, that's the prison workout, man. Your lateral oh, yeah. Rate. Lateral raises. Okay, with dumbbells, but we don't have dumbbells. No, no, so you don't what do need we do? dumbbells. You can use milk jugs. You milk jugs. You can use rocks. You can, that's an easy one. That's oh, an easy please. One. You, you've got to go back to the Joe Weeder principles, okay? And yeah, one manually. Of, manually. One of, one of Joe's original devices was the maximum contraction device. You use paint cans. Paint cans, great. You take two paint cans with their little wire handles. Now you're going to have to put like a, a, a washcloth, <laughs> and, you and you raise that, and you raise that, and it's like, oh my god, it's right, the greatest lateral raise I've ever felt in my life because the weight follows behind, and it's a, it's a fan. But it, the actual a full paint can is probably going to be too heavy for most people. But paint cans are incredible. If you have two right empty paint cans, you fill them with. Water. Yeah, upright rows. What would you use for upright rows? That's a stronger movement. No, those paint cans, one at a time, man. Bring that elbow up high. Lead with your elbow. You know, if you had two, like, used paint cans that were, like, they were dry in the inside, and you would just fill them up with water, yeah. depending upon what, like, you'd fill them up light for lateral raises, heavy for um, upright rows. Yeah. Like, and, yeah, that, 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 that would be interesting. The, that the handle thing has a has a very you can they're great for curls too because the weight drags behind mm-hmm. and Schwarzenegger <laughs> was pimping some sort of a device back in the day that the it, was, uh, it was uh, it was a drag curl thing uh, oh. hey, him him and Freddie Ortiz and uh, it worked uh, but it was very similar to the idea of, of how a paint can with the wire handles work the weight for some reason because it's below where your hands are it makes it more intense it's a it's a more intense contraction uh, so anyway yes god bless paint cans i don't have yeah. paint cans i'm gonna use try to yeah you can use anything i mean those guys those guys one guy the other day in prison he had a bunch of magazines that he had all he had saved, taped them together, used the magazines for his weights. You know, yeah, they said he had like fifty magazines. We have uh, a, those guys we have in a, prison. We have a ton of big rocks in my neighborhood. All that stuff, man. You do, dude. Oh, just go on a trail, pick up a rock, throw it. Run a little bit, pick up oh, a rock, throw it. I mean, all and, that and, stuff. And cut up logs. We have big cut up logs on the trail. So yeah, all that kind of stuff. It's like the doing cardio with Kirk Kowalski. Well, I just got a. Uh, video walk, from one of my clients. <laughs> I just got a video from one of my clients in Massachusetts, Jack, who came down to the seminar in Maryland. Oh yeah, yeah. And, uh, everything's closed. He's not, you know, not allowed to go anywhere. So he's filling up his wheelbarrow, oh, and, yeah. he's, and he's going with the wheelbarrow. He's got a, a little course planned out, you know. And he's doing ten trips and ten push-ups, you know, in between his trips, you know. Yeah. And tomorrow his assignments, his assignment is two hundred push-ups throughout the day. He's got to finish two hundred tomorrow. So you know. All this stuff, man. And, you know, it looks great. He's out there with the wheelbarrow and he's outside. And there's some benefits to all all this stuff. Yeah. And uh, tighten up the eating. Why not? And, and uh, the, you know, meld in the cardio with the resistance. And every, you got the time for it. So this is the perfect time to, like, implement all the stuff that uh, you haven't been able to because of a lack of time. And I would start the day off uh, with some sort of the cardio. There's a lot of science behind doing this at all. <laughs> Uh, fasted cardio yeah. where you wake up and the first thing in the morning before you take in any carbs is you do a cardio session and it burns up the residual glycogen and when that happens then it burns starts to burn the second favorite uh, fuel source which is stored body fat 
So this is why all the pro bodybuilders are in the gym at uh, 6 a.m. You know, doing their cardio is because they want that. Uh, they want to burn off the glycogen. Another trick they'll do is they won't take in any starch carbs after four o'clock. Mm-hmm. So that will uh, increase the fast time. Right. Until one, yeah. So they'll have a lower glycogen level, if any. And then they'll hit that early morning sweaty. It's got to be sweaty, too. It can't just be a 70% cardio session where you're texting or watching TV. It has to be. It's got to be sweat and effort involved. Um, same with the resistance training. There has to be a degree. Of, you've got to continually be pushing up against the boundaries of your capacities. And you can do that safely. Yeah. True. JP. <laughs> I, I went out for dessert. Sorry. Jesus, you went out for that Texas barbecue you've been. Well, with. you know what? Nobody's allowed outside oh. in California. You're lucky you moved. You're not allowed outside. All right. Let's get back to where we're going. We don't want to get so you're lucky in Texas getting that. Barbecue. So, uh, so if you have no gear, Wait. Yeah. you know, you have options. Uh, if you have gear, you've got options, but you still need to be smart about your your modes and strategies. And you still need to understand that uh, you don't – it's better to have a balanced application between cardio, strength training, and nutrition than it is to go crazy in any anyone, which is what most people do. Well, they'll diet and they'll you know live on 500 calories a day, or, or they'll do cardio and they'll do – two hours a day of cardio, but they'll be anemic because they're starving themselves and they don't do any weight training. Or they'll do weight training, but not pay attention to their diet, so they're overweight and out of shape. What we want is a balance between the three because that creates the complete human, right? That's what we're looking for. Well, you know who the most famous body weight trainer was of recent years is Herschel Walker. Oh, man. He would do watch Love Connection or something, and every commercial he'd do, you know, I mean, he was ridiculous, but that's what he would do. Every commercial he'd do push-ups and sit-ups and push-ups and sit-ups. And and then pull-ups, too, and that was his thing. And I always thought how much greater he would have been if he'd gotten on a real progressive resistance training system. That's always what I thought about. I I was actually thinking about this yesterday because there's no way he went in and told the strength coach, oh, I'm just doing push-ups and sit-ups. No, 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 there, there is a way. And he was such a star coming out of high school that it was like, no, I'm, I'm Herschel. And this is, this is the way I'm going to do it. And is it okay with you? And they're like, yeah, whatever you want, Herschel, just sign. Mm-hmm. Right. And he did. And, but that was his thing. He refused to weight train. And I always wondered, I said, you know, with another 20 pounds, this guy might've been a, a, a larger Earl Campbell. Yeah. Oh, no question. He should have lifted. I'm just telling you what, you know what he did every day he set the world indoor record in the 60 yard dash yeah now he's a freak man he's a freak weighing 235 he fought a couple years ago he fought a couple years ago yeah yeah, he's always had uh yeah he's he's always had that now jp what's on your mind my mind nothing What is it, JP? What's going on? I, listen, right? I can't get a, a word in edgewise. So, edgewise. So, what's the matter? <laughs> well, Jesus go ahead. Primity, go man. Here. You guys, you guys are gonna. You're going to a timeout. That's it. You guys okay. are. Right, you guys ahead. are on restriction. Right. No, I just wanted to say this is uh, this is something um, that I think you know. We look at this and go, "Wow, this is a bummer." And yeah, it is in a lot of different ways, but. I think uh, I think if everybody took it upon themselves to look at it as an opportunity, I mean, really, what are we going to do about it? I mean, we're not going to. It doesn't do you any good to sit there and stress out about it. Oh, I'm going to lose strength and muscle. Use it as an opportunity to do some different things. Use it as an opportunity to uh, let it ground you and get back to some family values. Work out with your kids. You know, Jim and I are talking about working out with our kids. That's one of the greatest things that you can do with your kids. And a lot of times we don't get the chance to do that because the gym is always open. And, well, we'd rather go use the leg press there or the, or the bench press or whatever. So I say just embrace it. We don't have any other choice. Uh, just really use it to, to learn some things and ground yourself and, 
and and spend some family time with uh, with your kids or your wife or, or whatever. Um, All right, that's great, Jim. Yeah, spend them with your dog too. Yeah, with your dog too. Yeah, with your dog, well, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's see. Anything else? Any other questions that come to your mind? I think we've covered them. I and mean, we went over. We went over no way. We went over if you had dumbbells. We went yeah. over if you had barbells. Now, I would say this. I would. I would finish with this. If if I had dumbbells and a barbell, my next purchase would be a a, a bench that inclines. That will add right there all of a sudden you're doing dumbbell all the dumbbell flat benches incline benches brace 90 degree all the the angled curls all the angled tricep work i mean it just all of a sudden you like double your available exercises just by adding a bench that inclines then you want to add the barbell okay now we've got another multitude of exercises that we can do we still haven't got to a squat rack right i would recommend a cage because then you can lift without a spotter but you know the an entire home gym can be had for not very much money i mean really and again with the with the cage i i love the idea of being able to go to my limits and my squats and my benches in total safety and i don't need anybody with me that's my missus squat which i rarely rarely do but if i if i miss a squat i just ride it down to the pins and scooch out and if i miss a bench i just go down to the pin to my chest i exhale and i scooch out and it's not an issue um so that's the full the full monty is the power rack with an olympic barbell the uh, comprehensive set of dumbbells and, and I mean, you're set for life uh, and, and the incline bench. Uh, yeah, I have a simple pulley that uh, goes on to the, the power rack. I think it's a two pulley thing, JP. So you can do your lat pull downs heavy. You can do your tricep push downs, right? You have a simple cable device. And that was like an extra, I don't know, 50 bucks or something on the price of the, the base power rack. So that was a very, very good investment. And again, I mean, this stuff is, um, you know, good for life. So it's, it is literally a lifetime investment. If you don't have the room, I would just get a good set of dumbbells. Yep. Very versatile. Yeah, but you, you nailed it, though. A, a rack is one of the best things you can have. I mean, if you have oh, to get one God. singular piece uh, or, or a couple, just the rack and the, and the bar and the bench, you can do so many different things. Oh, that's the altar. That's, that is the strength altar. I mean, even if you had all the money in the world, that's where the strongest guys would be. Right. That, simple, that, man. that simple yeah. rack with that barbell and those dumbbells, not with those $30,000 machines. Okay. The, with the, the strongest guy used the rawest tools, mm-hmm. the most brutal tools. That's where the best gains are. And that's why I say don't throw us into that briar patch. If you can get into this base strength training and also a little bit of space between your your sessions, a little cardio to keep you fit, a little attention to nutrition, you're going to come out uh, leaner, stronger, you know. And, um, again, the intense training is the best natural stress reliever known to man. And I'll leave you with that. Love it. All right. All right. Good deal. Check out Marty's weekly column, Raw with Marty Gallagher, ironcompany.com. Also pick up Marty's books, Purposeful Primitive and Strong Medicine at Iron Company. Uh, Everybody's buying home gym equipment. Okay. Uh, A lot of people are. Um, I would remind you to support small business during these times as much as you can. There's a lot of small businesses if they're struggling and having a hard time. Everybody's closing down. Um, so a lot of people are having a hard time. You know, if if there's some some things you can buy that are not on Amazon or whatever for a little bit, you know, so try to support your local uh, business guy, whether that's, you know, restaurants or equipment dealers or whatever. Uh, if you need anything for the home, dumbbells, uh, racks, rubber flooring, we're selling a lot of that, antibacterial wipes. 
We're doing tons of those. Just uh, Dude, I saw go, that on your website. You got a big thing on your website about them. Yeah, I mean, we are selling so many antibacterial wipes. So if you need any stuff like that, you know, just let us know. We're glad to help you out. Uh, most most everything is in stock and ready to go. Um, and then uh, new Jim Steele articles. We just put one up. You can uh, go to Iron Company, go to the article section at the top, and go to the Jim Steele section. And check out all his articles. You can also go to his website, BassBarbell.com, for all the different kind of training, motivation, and programs. So Yes, sir. That's it, and guys. Online, maybe online training. Yeah. Online training. If anybody, if, uh, if you need some online training, especially right now, if you've got uh, we, uh, a rack. We, we, or now, we don't even do that. We work with people with nothing. We crush it for shut-ins. It's easy. Right. It's well, call, easy. call Jim and Marty. They'll show you how to work right, out with paint cans. Let, let, me, let me tell you this one thing. Let me tell you this one thing. JP doesn't think paint cans are worth a damn. Uh, well, uh, yeah, well, you know what? Well, no, I, I told JP. I agree with I that. If that's all you got. Oh, okay. All right. Now, listen. You remember Milo Sarsef? Yes. Milos. 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 Yeah. Good-looking uh, professional bodybuilder. Was he from Hungary or Czechoslovakia? Yeah, I can't remember right. which. So I interviewed him once, and we got I got friendly with him. He's a real good-looking guy. He looked like a movie star. So, I, you know, we were talking, and he said, Hey, Marty, you know, he said, a true bodybuilder, you can lock him in an empty room and come back in 20 minutes, and every muscle in his body will be pumped up. I said, all right. That, to me, was like the epitome of no weight training. Yeah. If you really know what you're doing, right, mm-hmm. you can just stress every muscle on the human body. Right. And, and we have that knowledge, so we can share that with you. So anybody who's um, bored out of their mind and wants to institute some sort of a, you know, a shut-in fitness program, give us a call because we're we do this stuff in our sleep. We've been doing this stuff actually on our own for years. <laughs> all right, all right, we good. Stay all pay? right, guys. Yep. Talk to you next week. Thank you. All right. All right bye.